Hello, everybody. My name is David Michael. And I am Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. David. Michael. All right. Let's just get into it. Ugh. Are you like, I'm completely shook. I know I'm going to skip around, but I just, as we sit here, saw the news that they found the body of Gabby Petito. Have you been following that whole, the van life couple? A little bit. The thing I know about the whole situation, and look, um, I've never killed somebody. I've never tried to hide their body. Um, um, There is times I've wanted to, I'll be honest. Um, But here's the rule I think that is pretty universal. You go out with somebody into the middle of the woods and you do some camping thing or or driving around the world, whatever the hell they were doing. And you come back and two weeks later it's discovered that she didn't come back with you and you won't talk to the cops. Like, I'm, this case is over. (laughs) (laughs) Just find the guy and fucking put him in jail. Oh, I've struggled with this one. So I struggled for a while. One, she's roughly my daughter's age. So Mm -hmm. that one hit pretty close to home. Um, But I tried anytime I see stuff like this, like everybody around me is like, oh, he's guilty of sin. Right. So this is like two, three weeks ago when when this first kind of came up. Um, Everyone was I think it was like September 11th. I think was when it really started kind of happening because that's when he arrived at home without her. Right. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I, I find it hard to believe that anyone hasn't heard of this because it's kind of everywhere. But 212 million mentions, follows, quote unquote, likes, forwards, tweet, retweets, yeah, whatever you want to call it. 212 million. Yeah. So I, I find it hard to believe that anyone doesn't know what's going on. But if you don't, the the quick summary, young couple goes away, rents a van, goes away and like visits a whole bunch of national parks. Um, after a couple of weeks, uh, only one of them return. <laughs> so surprise, surprise. Whenever I see stuff like this, I always give the dude, okay, Brian Laundry in this case, the benefit of the doubt. So I, I said, really? let me, I said, I said, I honestly sat, sat down and I said, okay, let me put myself in his shoes. Okay. Uh, we're on a trip and I'm with my wife and something unthinkably bad happens. For example, let's just say she cheated on me. I caught her in the act. Okay. Okay. You bet your ass I'm leaving her there. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I'm driving home. And you know what? Too bad, so sad. Fucking find your own way to get home. I don't care. Okay. Uh, I drive all the way to home. Let's say my home happens to be in Florida. I get there. I tell my parents. My parents are like, uh, nobody knows where she is. The first thing I do is go, fuck, all right? I'm a suspect, I gotta get a lawyer. And I go hire a lawyer, and the first thing the lawyer's gonna tell you is don't say a goddamn thing to anybody. Okay. Okay. All right, so now, all right, let me know when you're done, and then I'm gonna chime in. Go ahead, no, we'll, we'll, we'll pause right. there. So, you, you'll, I guess maybe good cop, bad cop. So that's how you view the situation. Benefit of the doubt. This is the way I view it. Whatever happened out there, he killed her. (laughs) He drove to Florida. First thing he's thinking about is, I can't talk to the cops because I don't have an answer to tell them where she is. And in this day and age with find my iPhone and satellite positioning and last use of your cell phone, all that kind of shit, that it would come up pretty quickly that they can't find her or something's wrong here. 
Yeah. So he now has disappeared. No, no. As as soon as he disappeared, uh, it's at at that point. I'm like, all right, he fucking killed her. That sucks. All right, right, so good. That that's good. That (laughs) that's the time you decided. (laughs) Well, but you know, again, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Is there a scenario that would happen where I would do the same thing, having not just killed another person? Yes, there is, and that I described it right. So right, but so let's play let's play out your version for a second. That happens, right? He finds out. He's so fucking mad at her. He's like, "Fuck you, bitch! I'm leaving you," and he leaves. Yep. Her parents aren't getting a call. A friend's not getting a call. I got, I called a friend from fucking jail <laughs> because <laughs> I needed to get out. You don't think she's gonna be like, "Look, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. This dude just left me." Yeah. Um. Yeah. For various reasons, like. Yeah. Obviously, something happened, right? So, but I'm just thinking of it from his perspective. He probably didn't know. Assuming he didn't kill her, which obviously, as we now know, as the facts come out, is probably a bad assumption. (laughs) But he probably didn't know that she didn't surface at some point while he was driving home. Because if I'm him and, you know, my little scenario plays out, I'm fuming the whole ride home. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck this bitch. I can't believe I wasted my life with her, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I, I don't I could care less about anything else. I don't care if she calls anybody. I don't care anything. It's when you arrive home and you go, oh, they can't find her. And then you're like, fuck. So I could be a suspect. At no time on that trip did she send any messages like, look, come and pick me up. We'll work this out. Uh, I'm cold. It's the middle of the night. None of that stuff. Oh, no, like- no. You block that bitch or you shut your phone off and you're like, fuck this. All right. All right. So, so my scenario, knowing what we know now, obviously didn't pan out that way. But um, one of the amazing things about this case was how they found the body was a couple was driving through the Grand Teton National Forest and they were filming it while they were driving. They're like wow. a YouTube couple. They have their own channel and they drove past the van. All right. As soon as they looked back at their footage after all of this news kind of came out, they went, holy shit, I can't believe, like, that's the van. They looked at it, it has the same stickers on it, it has, because there were lots of pictures of the van from, like, the police footage right, that they had released and, and also her whole life has been on Yeah, yeah, YouTube, she's got a like, hundred, like, you know, pictures shit. and stuff like that, yeah. So, um, so they were like, holy shit, that's the van. After the fact, they're at home looking at the footage. Um, so they posted that video and the body was found supposedly within 200 yards of that that location so remember before this the search was the entire united states like they had no idea where her last possible place could have been so the fbi was like look i'm not gonna we don't have enough resources to scatter the the entire countryside right so we need to narrow it down before we go look for something as soon as they found that location, they went there, they searched the area, they found the body. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and they said that there was a lot of people online playing like internet sleuths, internet FBI's, and they said right. that was ultimately, and I guess it did, right? It was ultimately going to help them find her. So here's the thing, and I'm going to go back for anybody listening. I'm, this is, so David's logic was <laughs> for the first two weeks that the guy wasn't talking to anybody, it was possible that he was innocent. So I'm going to flash back about 20 years from now, uh, 20 years ago, when, um, and I'm not looking to make light of the situation, but this is how this this played out. A plane hits one of the towers at the oh, Jesus You're going to bring this up again? Seriously? <laughs> yes. Because yes. oh, as you've mentioned, not everybody listens to every episode. David calls me up, <laughs> leaves a voicemail, jokingly that says, 
something to the effect of, hey, stupid, I heard you crash the plane into the Trade Center. Uh, give me a call when uh, you get this. So for those of you who don't know, maybe 50 years ago, a prop plane actually crashed into the Empire State Building. And if you Google it, there's a very famous photo of the guy still alive, basically with the plane crashed behind him in the top of the Empire State Building, looking forward with like a look of like, what the fuck just happened? Mm -hmm. So as David did, as I did at the time, we both thought it was one of those type situations. And it wasn't until later when things started playing out, when everybody realized how bad it was. Like 10 so, minutes later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After well, yeah. I the phone up. <laughs> oh, fuck. What did I just do? So um, because all the networks were down in the city, I couldn't get those voicemails. So David had left that original voicemail right when it happened. And did then maybe that? a half an hour later... I can't believe I'm laughing while I'm telling this because it's, it's it's around a very bad situation. But David yeah. leaves another message about forty half an hour, forty five minutes later after the second plane hit, and goes, uh, "I see now what's going on. I clearly would like to apologize for the first message I left earlier." <laughs> He's like, Call and, me and when I think I, I, okay. I preceded that with uh, to the NSA and anyone that's listening <laughs> to this voicemail. Uh, I, I realize how insensitive my comments were now that yeah. I know what's going on. Uh, oh, I wish you would have saved that. Oh, so Actually, no, I'm glad you didn't save that. <laughs> yeah, the NSA would have it right now in their hands. Um, so it looks like there's a technical correction. I don't know what it means. It just says hashtag accountants on OnlyFans. So I, I didn't find this out until after the last episode aired, but you, you, know, you made a joke on the last episode saying that you would rather tell people you have an OnlyFans than to tell them that you are an accountant, okay. which you are. And then when you went on to OnlyFans... Uh, no, but, uh, my wife and my daughter told me afterwards, uh, does Mike know that people that have OnlyFans accounts jokingly refer to themselves as accountants when oh people God. ask them what they do for a living? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I don't think he knew that when he no. said that. So I think it's funny. And then somebody sent me a video of this girl in like a, a schoolgirl dress, half, you know, like with her, her, her boobs popping out, telling people that she's an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, that is pretty funny. So I thought, you, I thought but you that know, was as you mentioned, when you tell somebody in your accountant, people know what it is. They might not know exactly what field you're in, or if you do taxes or you don't do taxes, but you mm -hmm. know what it is. Just like if somebody says, "I'm a car mechanic," right? right. There's not maybe the next follow-up is, "Well, what cars do you work on?" You know, like, but people know what that is. So I guess it is an easier way. And yeah. I, obviously, they're probably laundering money, so they probably do need some sort of accountant. Yeah, who knows? Oh, I, I forgot to tell you too. Do me, can can you can you hear this? Yeah, it's a drum roll. <laughs> this software has a bunch of predefined um, like sounds for just random events. Like if we want to have little clips in our, oh my God, in our we're audio. a morning zoo show. Is what we are if you start doing those things. So I may pop I may pop a couple of those in the audio while we're talking. But go ahead, Michael. What's your but, next so topic? the one you just played will show up on the audio? Yeah. All right. So these are new and exciting things we're discovering after over 40 episodes into the show <laughs> with 40, the same software. 42 to be exact with the exact same software. All right. Give me a drum roll. Give me another drum roll. All right. Drum roll, please. So I heard your dad got arrested. <laughs> you were supposed to save that to the end because this is a really long story. <laughs> 
damn it. <laughs> we can go back to it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so, gosh, I, I have to be very careful here because my dad did not agree to be a member of this podcast, but we talk about him all the time. So um, I have to be sensitive to that. But um, everybody's heard the story, knows that my dad has Alzheimer's. Uh, we've been trying for the better part of a year to get him into a home. Well, we finally got him into a home. Uh, you know, it got bad enough to where the uh, the Veterans Affairs was willing to pony up and help us, you know, kind of put him in a, in a place so where he can have 24-hour care and be with other people and not be on his own. So, um, so we did that. And we moved him in last week. That was on a Monday. Okay. okay. Uh, nice house, you know, probably a five-bedroom home. And there's a full-time nurse. Um, it was a guy. And uh, there's the one of the owners of the home, and they own multiple homes, but one of the owners is a chef. So he cooks three meals. He goes there and cooks morning, uh, noon, and night. Nice. And then his wife um, kind of does all of the other like maintenance stuff for for the home. So um, so there's you know plenty. Of, there's also you know four other residents, and um, so all overall great scenario we looked at a bunch of different homes and i felt like this was the right one for my dad so we moved him in on monday um i spent a few hours in the morning with him there just kind of getting him used to the place hey look here's your room um by the way there's another bed in the room you have a roommate now so be cognizant of that here's the kitchen here's the bathroom here's the backyard they have a dog here's the dog the dog's name is i don't know so, you know, we did that for a little while. And then once I felt like he was, you know, kind of comfortable, um, we left. Okay. So, um, you know, and I called a little bit later to check up on him. And he was like, oh, this place is great. They fed me lunch. The food was really good. They allowed me to have seconds. They have lots of snacks. He was super excited about it. I'm sitting outside right now. It wasn't 100 degrees. So he's like, you know, it's cooler here. Wherever you put me, it's, it's cooler here. And I'm like, oh, wait, give, wait till tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> wait till it's 114 again. So um, didn't think anything of it. He calls me at 6 o'clock that night. And uh, no, no, this, is, this was actually uh, the following day. So later on that night, like 10 o'clock, he calls me and I'm like, everything okay? He's like, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you again. I really like this place. That's good. You know, good start. Okay, great. Have a good night. All right. Um, at 10 o'clock, my phone goes into do not disturb. So I can sleep because uh, he will call me all throughout the night because he gets up at random times. Really has no concept of what time it is. So I go to sleep, wake up the next morning, and I have 20 phone calls. 22 actually between 11 p.m. and 6 7 a.m. when I get up right and I'm like oh Jesus and half of them have voicemail messages <laughs> so we'll get to the voicemail messages later all okay. right most of them were just kind of like him like confused like I don't know where I am or hey did you know I was gonna have a roommate you know like even though I told him he forgot so he was figuring things out. It was his first night. I figured I would let him, you know, get used to the nurse and get used to the people that were there. 
Right. Trial by fire, right? Put him in yeah. there. See what. And, and, and their advice was to kind of like, just leave him. Like, just leave him and let us kind of work on getting him settled. Okay. You know? So uh, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to call him in the morning. I'll let him call me when, because, you know, he can call me whenever he wants. So um, he doesn't call. And uh, I wait until midday and I'm like, all right, I got to call him. I call him. He doesn't answer the phone. I'm like, all right, no big deal. You had the 22 missed calls. You had voicemails. Did you listen to the voicemails yet? I did. Okay. I'll get to those in a second. Okay. But you I did, still did Because I didn't listen to them until after I found out what had happened. Okay. So 6 p.m. rolls around and he calls me. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Is everything okay? And he's like, oh, we just had dinner. The food was great. I'm just hanging out in the backyard talking to so-and-so, you know, my roommate or whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. Like this is, this couldn't have gone any better at this point. All right. Um, I, my dad calls me on average 20 to 30 times a day. And most of them are voicemails of him trying to put the phone in his pocket because he forgets to hang up after the yeah. voicemail clicks. Right. So there's two, three minutes of dead air or rustling or whatever. So when I see phone voicemails that are three to four minutes in length, I'm like, I just assume it's that, okay. right? So, um, so, and I had like three or four of them from the night before. So I didn't even like look at them just cause I've had hundreds of them in the last year. So six o'clock goes, you know, we talk, he's fine. We hang up, don't think anything of it. Wife and I go out to dinner with a friend of mine and we get a phone call from the homeowner of the, of the group home. And they say, look, just want to let you know everything's okay, but your dad got a little bit agitated. Um, he attacked one of the nurses. Wow. Um, we had to call the police. We had to call the paramedics. He's been taken in. And I believe he's in the hospital right now. They had to sedate him because he wouldn't calm down. So I'm like, whoa, what the hell happened? So f between 6 and like 6.20, he went from fine to completely out of control my guess is he just had a moment where he just forgot where he was and then something happened that triggered him and he just kind of lost his cool. Now, growing up with my dad, he's always had a, a short temper. Alzheimer's, as we know, has its you know way of kind of making that way more exaggerated and apparently it just like blew up. I still don't actually know what happened, but obviously it was bad enough for them to call the police, call the paramedics, and as we stand right now, my dad is actually at the hospital strapped to a bed, wow. okay, with pillow mittens on because he's been attacking the nurses every time they come to him because he doesn't, because he's restrained and doesn't like being restrained. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing too. If he is, he's always, as you said, agitated and I don't know if he does or doesn't, but when you're a war veteran... <laughs> Right. There's a lot of things that can trigger certain things. Oh, and I sure. don't know yeah, about PTSD. in Arizona, but in New York, a lot of the nurses are Asian. So <laughs> <laughs> he might be having some serious flashbacks while he's there. You know what? Ironically, his nurse is an Asian male. And Let's my see. dad did serve during Vietnam. <laughs> I solved the puzzle. We've solved the, um, the murder of that girl now and uh, oh. your dad's issues. So, um, 
long story short, he's getting treatment. They're trying to find the right kind of dosage of sedation because he clearly can't just kind of be around people without some level of sedation. And also he gets up at all hours of the night. They found this out. I mean, he was only there for 24 hours and they found this all out. So um, so they're like, look, we want him to have some sort of a sleeping aid so that when he goes to bed, you know, he'll take his pill and then he'll be out for the night, you know, and then they want some sort of, you know, kind of calming medication so that he's not all agitated and kind of high strung all day long. But after all of that happened, I'll let you talk in a second. I went back and listened to the (laughs) the voicemails (laughs) and almost every one of the voicemails is my dad yelling at his roommate like something crazy like turn the tv off or i can't hear myself think or who the hell are you why are you in my room and i'm like oh jesus christ you had an open book test and you failed (laughs) (laughs) you had all the information in advance basically and you failed so i had a couple things i'm assuming group homes usually know how to deal with these things and maybe in this case the way they deal with it is he goes to the hospital gets the proper medication and that's how they can deal with it, right? And one of the things is, as you know, your dad hasn't took, taken care of himself, even forget about the Alzheimer's side, just in general, like the routine doctor visits and shit like that. So hopefully now that he's in this care, he's getting the right medicines and the right mix of different things. And hopefully it helps him with everything. The other thing that I'm curious, considering you didn't listen to the messages till later, that's the only reason why I asked this question, not because I think you're a bad son, though that's possible as well. <laughs> when you were at dinner, did you finish dinner or did you immediately leave and go to the hospital? Uh, no, they actually told us not to go. Oh, okay. Um, because, well, they, they, you know, they were asking us questions like, you know, is this normal? Is it like, ravioli? Is it still warm? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just asking a bunch of questions to kind of piece the story together, right? So they had the police report. They had the, 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 their nursing home, you know, gave their statements. They wanted to kind of fill in some blanks. So we kind of filled in the blanks and then we're like, well, should we go down there? And they're like, you know what? Not right now. We're still kind of, he's sedated. He's fine. He's strapped to a bed so that he can't hurt himself or anybody else, you know, let us kind of figure things out and then we'll kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a game plan. So, um, so yeah, that's, and so he's allowed to call once a day and uh, he decides to call me and yell at me for allowing them to keep him strapped to a bed. <laughs> Think about it, though. At least you're only getting this once a day now. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. Yeah. Um, when my mom went into the nursing home, they ended up having to give her a bunch of different medicine as well that she's never had to take because... She was super depressed that she was there. Yeah. Again, Alzheimer's is the uh, overly aggressive nature is a very, very normal characteristic of it. So unfortunately, my mom had to get some medicine as well. So that doesn't, I know I make light of it, but it doesn't really surprise me because I've, you know, I'm I'm only like, you know, a year ahead of you type thing. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I talk about it is because. I have to talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's well, if one, you're not laughing, you're crying. That's why it's that's how I deal so with everything. It's so crazy. Like, this is my life. The sad thing is, is that um, I, I don't I don't see him not getting out of this without some level of very heavy sedation, probably for the rest of his life. Yeah, but look, if he becomes potentially a danger to himself, 
and he's in a group home, so he's in the best possible place he can be. Right. And if he, that's what is needed, that's what is needed. The yeah. other thing that might be an added benefit of it that you're not thinking about, I'm guessing he's not going to break as many TVs. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Give wait, me another wait, drum on. roll. Let's wait, one more. All right. Give me a drum roll. Next story. All right. Next story. Here comes the drum roll. After us not being able to use your RV, you piece of shit, it got fixed for like five minutes when the guy visited. Oh, way to ruin the fucking punchline yeah. of the story. Wow. Tell, tell that story. Yeah. Wow. You, you suck at, at intros. Let me tell you that. Hold on. This is David's new toy. Please tolerate it for this episode. He'll go yeah, I was going to say, this will be me. the last episode we use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the RV, let's talk about the RV. So um, the RV was a complete shit show from the start in that um, one day my buddy was using it and one of the slides as many people know rvs have these rooms that kind of slide in and out to make it a little bit more portable and mobile uh the master bedroom slides out and um it broke it stopped working it got stuck so and it got stuck in the open position so my buddy's like calling me he's like hey like i can't like i can't i can't drive this anywhere because the the bedroom won't come back in so i drove out to where he was and we were able to get it back in and we got it and you know i took it back to the dealership still well under warranty and said hey can you guys um can you guys fix this so they said yeah sure looks like the motor needs to be replaced on the slide out they replaced the motor still didn't work okay, the, there's a master controller that controls the motors. Apparently there's motors on both sides of the bedroom so that they go out evenly and there's a master controller, blah, blah, blah. Let's replace that, replace that, doesn't work. Okay, let's try the other motor, replace the other motor. Doesn't work. Not only that, the motor keeps shorting out, okay? they have to. So they've gone through multiple motors in, in trying to figure this thing out. Let's replace all the wires. Let's replace all the fuses. Let's replace everything, the entire like system that makes the bed go in and out. Still haven't gotten it done. They have it for about three months, right? And, you know, we would call once a week and then it was once every other week and then it was once a month. And then finally I'm like, hey, dude, like, you know, what's the deal with this? Am I going to get my RV back or what? And they're like, we think we got it fixed. Come on down and pick it up. So I go down there, um, press the button to, uh, you know, roll out the master bedroom. Doesn't work. Thanks for the 30 minute drive, asshole. I'm going home. Let me know when you got it fixed. Uh, a couple days later, they call us back. Still working on it. Sorry, don't know what it is. Basically, we're back at square one. A month later, they call me back and they're like, all right, we think we got it fixed. I go out there and it works. We take it home. Try it when we get home. Doesn't work. I'm like, you bastards, <laughs> right? But they're like, it's off our property now. It's your problem. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm done with the RV. I've had it for the last four or five months and haven't been able to use it. So I'm over it. Like, it's no longer exciting. The thought of an RV makes me nauseous because we've spent all this time and energy trying to get it to work. And it's all under warranty, so it's not costing me anything other than I've got this very expensive toy that I can't use. <laughs> you got a very expensive rolling rock is what you Right. Have. We bought it to get out of Arizona heat and to go places in the summer during the weekends so that we don't have to sweat our asses off every weekend. And I didn't get to use it the entire summer. 
So Including I'm we didn't get to use it either. You can say we in this case. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you really wanted to use the RV. Yes, the kids were looking forward to it. Well, I mean, I might fault. as well go upstairs now and tell my kids there's no Santa while we're at it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so finally we're like, all right, I'm going to sell the thing. Um, we list it for sale and um, we had gotten the, the thing to kind of work one time. So we're like, all right, you know, I think it works. Let's go ahead and let's sell it. So the gal that, you know, buys it is going to send out, you know, a, a, a someone to evaluate it, which is great. I'm like, great. You know, you want to send somebody out here because she lives in, a, in another town. So they come out, they look at the RV and they can't get the slide to go out. So my wife immediately calls the, the dealership and is like, you bastards, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, I can't even believe it. They're like, we're going to send a mobile tech out as soon as we possibly can. Mobile tech comes out the next day and I explain the whole thing to him. And I'm like, good luck, dude. Like, you know, try and fix it. Like 10 minutes later, he knocks on the door. He's like, got it fixed. Got it working. I'm like, no, there's just no way. There's just absolutely no way. So we go out and he shows me and sure as shit, the damn thing works fine. Open, so close, open, you close. You open, close it a bunch now. Oh, like five times. I'm okay. like, Jesus Christ, what was it? And then he goes, come here, let me show you. And he shows me and there was like, one group of wires, like maybe five or six wires that was getting caught in between the, you know, the, the RV and the sliding bedroom, right? So okay. every time it did that, it would short out. So all, he's, I'm like, well, what did you do? He's like, well, I just taped up the wires, but I'm going to replace the motor for you anyway so that you have fresh wires on it. But, you know, it works fine. It, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I'm like, how did nobody else figure this out? Like, how is that even remotely possible? And, you know, the guy was kind of like tooting his own horn, like, hey, you know what, as a mobile tech, I have to kind of be a jack of all trades, you know? And, and the guys at the shop, they're kind of, they master one thing. And I'm like, whatever, dude. All right, like, good on you for figuring it out, but I'm still like completely pissed off. Did you ever hear of Occam's Razor? Uh, kind of. So Occam's Razor is sometimes the easiest solution and answer is actually the answer. Yeah. Right? So... These people were doing all of this crazy shit to instead just looking is like, hey, let's see if any wires get caught in this process when this is happening, right? So, yeah, look, it's good you fixed. So you sell it. Is it gone? Uh, sold it. Lady is coming out to pick it, uh, pick it up tomorrow, actually. So, nice. uh, oh. so, yes, it is sold. I'll miss it. I got so many good memories of it. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, I'm glad that it's fixed so that she's not going to buy it and then have these problems. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show her like, hey, look, if this ever happens, this is the problem. And I actually have the extra motor that the guy replaced with the taped up wires. I'm going to give it to her and be like, look, here's, here's a free motor. This is if that ever happens again, you could use this one to replace it. So nice. she's going to be well set. But it just sucks that for the last five months, it's literally been sitting there doing nothing, and I have not been able to like actually use it. And now like we're selling it, and it's gone. Yeah. So unlike your mobile tech who showed up on Friday after a two and a half week or so wait, we had a guy coming for our dishwasher. Dishwasher stopped working. Only a year and a half old, stopped working. We think some of it we might have caused because we increased the pressure in the house. When that happened, a ton of like initial crap in the pipes came out, I think, or got loosened. And so like the sink in the basement had gotten clogged and we had a guy come out and he fixed it. And he's like, oh, it looks like- uh, We have a brand some... new house. Yeah, I know. So the guy's like, brand look, it's pipes. some stuff from the water filter. 
He's like, that's what's in here. So dishwasher stopped working. We took out the the food trap, I think it's called. We looked at it. It had some of that same substance that he showed me. So I'm like, oh, let's just clean it off, put it back in, and go. We did that. It fucking crashed out again. So the guy was supposed to come on Friday. Five minutes before he's supposed to get here, the dispatch calls me, and she's like, yeah, he's not coming today. He canceled. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. When is he going to be here on Monday? And she's like, oh, no, no, he's not coming on Monday. She's like, you're now moving to two weeks from now. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, he canceled on me. I'm like, I know if I canceled on you, then I totally get it. I'm like, he canceled on me. Why isn't he not coming out on Monday? So she goes to me, sir, I have, we have 30 other appointments on Monday. What do you want me to do? Cancel 30 other appointments? No, cancel one. Yeah, and I'm like, "Mm, if you want. (laughs) I'm like, but I would start with one and move that per every person a day until you get two weeks out. So you'd be moving 14, yes, but you can fix it. So her and I start aggressively going at each other. Nicely, I would say, but aggressively going at each other. So, so much where she got to the point where she's like, sir, you don't seem to understand me. And I said, no, no, let's be clear here. I understand what you're saying. I go, it makes no sense. I go, I know what you're trying to do. So then finally we both kind of stopped. And she's like, so do you want the appointment on the 29th or not? And I was like, I guess so. I was like, I'll take it. Like, what else am I going to fucking do? So I got to go another two weeks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hold on. How long really is this long. pause? I don't know. <laughs> it's really long. Uh, you guess... might not be able to hear David in the background. He's just trying to figure out how to shut the fucking thing off. Um, all right. It's wore out. It's novelty. All right. Oh, no, no. Drum roll. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it needs that at the end. What is something that you learned as an adult that you're like, I cannot believe I didn't know this as a fucking kid? And I'm going to give you an example because this is what happened to me. And it didn't happen now, but maybe 15 years ago. I never realized that a can of tuna fish was actually a fish, like from the sea. I just thought it was like, I don't know, maybe made in a factory. I don't know what the fuck I thought it was, but I didn't know it was actually a fish. No. It's called tuna fish. There's a fish I know, called that's the, the funny tuna. part. It's in the name. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm sharing. What about you? And, and I thought it was something like, you know, mind blowing. Like, uh, I, I once saw a video of how we've been opening bananas the wrong way our entire lives. I actually because, opened it from the bun- bottom, so I actually yeah, opened yeah. it the right way. So most people open it from the top and they struggle yeah. and it gets all mushy because they're bending it and twisting it. And then you see a video of like a chimpanzee opening it and he opens it like really delicately and, and it's perfect every single time from the bottom. Yeah, I don't know if you want to trust those guys. They actually eat the fucking banana peel afterwards too, so they might not be the best uh, judge of characters. No, but there's a ton of TikToks that you can watch and like short videos of like, you know, like game changing, like life things where you're like, we've been doing it wrong the entire time. I can't think of any others, but yeah. And some of those are amazing. Some of the other ones, they're just horrible. Like, again, we've talked about this. It's a five minute video. I watch a bunch of it and then I'm like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. So yeah, it's to get people to watch it so that they can sell more ads and get you in the algorithm, Michael. Yes. So I've been to in my life actually a bunch of broadway plays not a i'm not a big fan of them but either girls i've dated or family or my wife has wanted to gone some like things like that we've gone to them and you know they always talk about those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it so my cousin comes over 
and he's telling a story about how him and his wife are going to see this play, Rent. Um, it's playing in a local like kind of theater near us, you know, like mm. a 2,000 seats thing, not Broadway, but it's doing like a traveling thing. So I happen to mention, I'm like, I actually, that's one play I actually really like. I'm like, Rent felt like the Seattle sound, that grunge sound, that's how the play was. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I'm like, I really like that play. I said, I've actually seen it twice over the years. So my wife's like, well, why don't we go to it? I'm like, I don't want to go to it. So she's like, why don't you want to go to it? You just said you've been to a bunch of plays. And I'm like, no, the reason I've gone to some plays is because I said one time, one of my ex-girlfriends said to me, oh, your cousin's going, why don't you go? And I'm like, then why don't you go with him? I go, and the next thing I knew, there were four tickets booked. <laughs> so all of us were going. <laughs> so because we had this discussion again, so my wife was like, I don't want you to go if you're going to be a little bitch about it. And you're oh, going to complain about it. And, stuff. and I go, all right, I don't want to go. So she goes her way. It's me and my cousins at the table. They fucking guilted me into going with her. Oh, Jesus. So it's, it's as if I didn't learn from the last time I talked about plays and ending up with it. So now in about a month, I'm going to see Rent again. Oh, um, Jesus. So you've already seen theater. Rent? Twice. It's oh, a great Jesus. play, though. Um, yeah. I, same here. I've not. Um, other than Phantom of the Opera. There was not a single Broadway show that I wanted to go see. Although I would go see that um, Green Day uh, Broadway play. I think it's called American, American Idiot. Idiot, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, I would go see that just because I like the music. But uh, you know, I, I always get dragged to it, and it always ends up being a disappointment. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I did see Cats once. One of my high school girlfriends dr drug me to Cats, and because the songs were like memorable, I'm like, all right, you know, I can get behind that. Yeah, but, why don't you watch um, the movie? I heard so many positives about that movie. Yeah, right. It's like one of the worst movies ever. Um, I saw, similar to American Idiot by Green Day, I saw Billy Joel's Moving Out, it was called. It was a play put to some of his songs. It was terrible. Yeah, they try and weave a story yeah. around of a bunch of popular Billy Joel songs. It, yeah, it was they terrible when they got, uh, got canceled. They did that with ABBA, too, and that whole freaking Mamma Mia. Well, that was like, fucking you know, massive, though, dude. Well, that was a movie, too. But like, they just, they just, I feel like they just took a bunch of songs and... Try to and like develop the story around them. So yeah, that they any, can make anything that works, they'll figure out. Anything, sorry, anything they think they can make money on. I don't think they give mm -hmm. a fuck if it works, if they can make money on. So, like Spider Man, oh, yeah. they had Turn Out the Dark, I think it was called, something like that, that Bono and The Edge wrote the music for. And that ended up closing because it was so damn expensive and people were getting hurt. Like, Spider Man was fucking flying into the wall. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I have a question for you before you go on. How far would you go to make your wife happy? In other words, like what's the most like uncomfortable thing you've ever done to please your wife? Got married? Or, or a girlfriend. <laughs> Got married. I can't give That's a fucking one for my girlfriend. Then my wife hears this and she'll be like, wait a minute, you did that 20 years ago for a girlfriend? You won't do that for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know because it's, it's interesting, right? Like, Because clearly going to a play is not one of them. <laughs> Well, now I am, so she But be your cousin's guilted you in it. You didn't yes. do it for your wife. Let's be clear. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I do a lot, right? I think... No, but uncomfortable. Things that you absolutely can't stand, but because your wife really wants to do it, you'll do it. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll tell you my story, and you can think about it while okay. I'm telling it. Um, so there are two things in this world that I absolutely loathe the most, Um when you think of music, I'm a musician, have been a musician since I was 12, okay? okay? 
So I love, for the most part, every type of music except for two types of music, jazz and country. Okay. Jazz, I can never get behind because it just has no, I just can't, there's not like something I can follow, right? Country music, I'm just like, I'm a city boy, so country is kind of just, just don't get it, right? I don't, I didn't, I never, I never lived that redneck lifestyle or that country lifestyle. So, I, Jesus Christ, we just lost all the country music people. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Billy Joe and Bobby McCain. <laughs> I just can't get behind it. And the music just doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me, right? I'm not a big fan of like a fiddle in my songs. So I don't so like Devil Went Down horns. in Georgia is a good damn song. Yeah. So anyways, I don't like horns, don't like fiddles, any, you know, so, so eliminate jazz and eliminate country music. The other thing that I absolutely hate because I suck at it is dancing, all right? Okay. I was never a good dancer. Maybe when we had like the bebop, like, you know, beatbox, pop, you know, break dancing. You weren't we were good at okay. that either, buddy. Yeah, we weren't <laughs> good at that either. But we thought we were and yes. we were okay doing it, right? Yeah. Little did we realize we were actually horrible and people weren't laughing with us. They were laughing at us. You killed on the <laughs> robot though, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, so dancing and country music, not my favorite thing, all right? But my wife has been dying to go to a country concert, all right? And she wants to go dancing. Okay. And, and she's been like for like the last three or four years she's just been digging and digging and digging and finally i'm like fine so we went out and we got lessons all right so i've i've taken i think two two hour country dance lessons oh you're gonna square right? dance no it's not square dancing we That's might have to go back to video shit. if you do that <laughs> <laughs> trust me nobody wants to see this shit and so so I, you know, I've taken some country dance lessons. We haven't actually gone out yet because of like the pandemic, and there just hasn't been a, an opportunity. We were, we were supposed to go to Montana, and we bought country boots, and we were gonna go like dancing while we were out there, and then we both got COVID. Why can't you do anything lightly? Like, why do you have to go to the fucking extreme? Buying country boots, taking lessons. Like, why can't you just go to a fucking club on the weekend and see if you like it? No, this this is this is my personality. Like this is the reason why I will never do drugs is because if I were to try coke, I would be Johnny Depp and Robert Downey Jr. all in one night. Like I just like <laughs> I go to every extreme when I do something. Like I get into it, I go full force, right? So I just can't can't do it. Just can't right. do it. So I as you were filibustering there, I did think of two things. One and I know it seems like a simple thing, but people would be surprised, is I'd go on walks with her once in a while when she asked me to, which I fucking hate. I don't like that whole aspect of, especially if it's a hot day, but I'll do that. The biggest thing, though, was I went on the cruise with her because I fucking hate boats because I get so seasick on them. So that's that's probably the biggest thing that I've done. And now Because you haven't gone on a cruise with me. That should be well, fun. we were supposed to. A little thing yeah. called COVID hit again. Yeah, fucking COVID, man. Um, so yeah, those are, so the other thing too, like, this is the thing that like people who aren't married, I don't think understand this as much. And people who are married are like right now when I finished, they're like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have to juggle if my wife's in a good mood, certain things that I need help with. Right? Like I had to put up shelves and I needed help. And I know that if I ask her and I, she's in a good mood and I ask her to help the shelves, that means that the possibility of maybe being a good mood in, say, the bedroom later just got negated by her helping me with shelves. So, like, you got to pick and choose your battles sometimes, and it's crazy. Like, it shouldn't be like that, but that's that's how it is. 
So, I don't know. Go get married, people. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to comment on that. Yeah. Not, well, there's, David there's won't no comment on that. Uh, the guy who was on the second marriage. <laughs> <All> <laughs> well, right. I, f- I figured it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so since you have now had nightmares about looking up Urban Dictionary and all those uh, words and dirty meanings and stuff, um, I thought I'd bring one to the table. Oh. It's called Angel Lust. Have you ever heard of Angel Lust? It's not as bad Angel as any of yours. It's not a fucking Klondike bar or oh. any of those. But <laughs> I just, it's, it's a term that I heard. Um, I heard they defined it, so I know what it means and everything. But Angel Lust, what would you like to guess that is? Well, angel being good, oh, I don't. I don't really. That's there's like at least there, there's nothing. There's nothing to give me any direction there. Like at least Klondike bar, you're like, oh, chocolate. <laughs> it's gonna have to do with shit. I got nothing. I got All nothing, right. Michael. So angel lust is when you die with a heart on and it stays for a little bit afterwards. They call that angel lust. Oh. <laughs> okay. You were ready for that. All right. I was ready for Give that. it 17 minutes for the laughter to end. <laughs> it's only eight seconds. <laughs> Angel lost. All right. All right. If I go out, that's the way I want to go, man. Yeah. I can't think of a better way. Well, unless you're driving while you get a boner. You don't want that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. What if it gets caught in the steering wheel? I have told Hot Chocolate that my desire is to die in my sleep. And I told him, and I've said this many times to him over the years. It's not only dying in my sleep, but I want him in the next to me, next to me, and me to have passed out in the car <laughs> while driving. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah, Ironically, that's how I uh, go. having slept in the same room with you, I've thought about killing you in your sleep many times. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, when you go home, talk to the police, report that I've been killed, all that good. All right. All right, David. Anything else? Nothing else. All right. Wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the sound effects. Um, hopefully, David's gotten it out of his system. With that, or, go ahead. Or not. <laughs> you know that, you can upload your own. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. With that, I'm Michael Carter. El Wapo! <laughs> and I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. bored. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That might be the only applause we do get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also do weddings, bar mitzvahs. Yeah.